playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Search Cast, featuring Search Engine Land Editor-in-Chief and Search Marketing Expo Chair, Danny Sullivan, keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of today's happening in your world. The Daily Search Cast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, Yahoo, Microsoft Live, and other search engines. Join us now for this edition of SearchCast. Here's your host. Hey, happy Thursday to everybody. This is Marshall Simmons from the New York Times joining you on the daily SearchCast from webmasterradio.fm. It is Thursday, December 18th, and joining me somewhere south of where I currently am, southwest, I guess, is Danny Sullivan. Hello, Danny. Marshall, how are you? I'm good. I'm going skiing on Saturday. Oh, am I? Yes. It's good times, good times. It's snowing right now. There's a couple inches outside. Up in Bend? No, I'm actually in Idaho, so I'm going to be skiing Bogus Basin. Ski in Idaho. Yep, yep. Good skiing in Idaho. It's steeper is in it? Idaho than I would say it's in. It's it's steeper in Idaho than it is in Bend. I'll say that. It's probably all those uh, all those uh, uh, potatoes. Uh, come on, you can do better than that. <laughs> well, Marshall, all I can say is uh, my stalling tactics have worked well enough for me to finish getting my stuff organized. Yeah, well, I was gonna I was gonna help by just paying tribute to uh, Luxana Troy today. And I think it's I think it's fitting that we that we say goodbye to the mother Betazoid once and for all. She was good. I mean, she was annoying as hell as Loxana, but you know there was a couple redeeming episodes. She was good on Deep Space Nine. I'll give her that. So that's that's that uh, Major Barrett Roddenberry, uh, yep. wife of uh, Gene Roddenberry, known for being uh, nurse. Uh, what was her name? Nurse. What's it? I, yeah, nurse Chapel. Yeah. In Star Trek, she was also the voice of the computer. Working. That was, and, yeah, um, what's for now? She was the voice she, of the computer. And she, of course, was Loxana Troy from Star Trek. So, yeah, that's really sad. Yep. <sighs> well, on that happy note. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, it's, it's paying tribute. I enjoy the show, and I enjoyed her sometimes. Yeah, no, it's good. Well, on that happy note, we will, uh, we will go into um, today's show. Uh, so we have not been on the air uh, for the Daily Search cast, um, like for a month. <laughs> All right. <laughs> From daily to, to, to weekly to, to monthly, I, I think that uh, in 2009 we'll be going yearly. It'll be great. Uh, well, but, so we've got a lot. So, Marshall, I hope welcome you're Welcome back. Anywhere. Yep. All right. You, you settled in? I am settled in. Yes, I'm ready for the ride. Okay. So uh, I... I started actually thought we were going to do the show last week, so I started off with some of the news from last week that was at the top of the type of things. And uh, the big deal over there, and still a big story altogether, it's just the whole uh, Yahoo. It went through yet another round of layoffs. I think this is the second round they've had within a year, if not the third round. Uh, so we had various people get laid off. I didn't see a whole lot of people talking about big names that were going from Yahoo, uh, primarily because I think a lot of the big recognizable names kind of went. You know, yeah. that's not completely true, but you know, a lot of you know the last round that we had, you had like P. 
people like Stuart Butterfield from Flickr going, oh, oh, he didn't get laid off and just sort of like, you know, I'm, I'm going away. So, um, so you know, we've had that round that's kind of gone through. Uh, I don't know. It's just tough times for Yahoo. It's just nothing kind of makes them happy. Or there's not a lot of positive stuff there. Uh, well, there is some positive stuff. If you're an ex-Yahooer, there was a nice article over at Forbes talking about um, people who left Yahoo. And uh, I like this guy, Rob Bailey, who's now an award-winning winemaker. Uh, his operation has grown from two to eight employees. Uh, also, uh, Neil Buddy. You know, you must know Neil because he used to run Yahoo News, right? Uh, no, but we came across him a couple times. I don't well, know him. He is off and running his own news site out there as well, and I think they've got like maybe 15 people going over there too. So, uh, yeah, so there's life Life goes on. Dun, what was dun, the brand dun, of the wine? Dun, dun, dun. Just out of curiosity. What's that? Yeah. What was the brand and, you know, of the if, wine? If not, you can always hit up some of the, the Yahooers who are growing wine and, uh, and, and do that. Right? So yep. I am trying to go into um, the chat room at starradio.fm. Uh, and I'm going there, and uh, uh, yeah, okay, I'm going to try. I'll get to drop some of the links over there if I can do it. As always, dailysearchcast.com. Find today's episode, and then you can, um, well, you know, you can find links to everything that I'm talking about. This is a big long show, so I figure people driving off for the holidays or whatever, it gives them something to listen to. Shut up, kids in the back. I want to listen yep. to the search stuff. That'd be good, don't you think? In your car, sure. Sure. Oh, we should do something for the kids, too. Maybe later on we'll have a special kids segment where you can ask your parents special questions from the show and see if they can actually answer them. All right. But for now, continuing on with some more business news. So we're, we're sitting around. We're still waiting. Who's going to be uh, the Yahoo CEO? Nobody knows. Aaron uh, uh, Saren was suggested as possibly one person. He was the retired CEO of uh, Vodafone. Uh, various names are coming out there. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen anybody come forward with a name that they thought this is going to be the person. So uh, stay tuned. We'll see. We'll see what's going to come along. Uh, meanwhile, Yahoo has been very excited about you know their boss system, which is their build-their-own search engine. Yes. You're familiar with it. So I am very familiar very, with very the boss excited. System, yes. They rolled out um, that they are now serving 100 queries per second, which is apparently just behind the search volume that Ask is serving out. So, you know, one of the things that happened when Yahoo rolled out Boss is they said, this is going to be so awesome because uh, we're going to get so much search traffic out there on the web. They even did this pie chart that, that we all kind of laughed at because we're like, you're just making up numbers here. <laughs> like at this pie chart that they were getting like a quarter of the search queries with Boss. Like, and that's based on, that's based on our wishful thinking. Fuzzy math, fuzzy math, it's alive and well. I have with the numbers when they put them out there, so I went back to Yahoo, and I'm like, all right, so who's the biggest service that's, that's doing this? Where's, who's generating all this stuff? And then it was like, oh, yeah, we can't, we can't disclose that without the partner's consent. Uh, and apparently, you know, the partners aren't consenting, or they haven't been asked, or uh, I don't know. I don't think I'd feel asked. better if I knew who was doing it, because every time they talk about boss, it's always like the same people. Uh, first it was Medium that they put out, and then they changed their name to something else, and I can't remember what they call themselves now, um, which isn't encouraging to me. What was Medium called? Do you remember? They, first they were M-E-D-I-U-M or something like that, or was it M-D-E-D? I don't remember. So far I'm no help. I don't know that. Or uh, I should look up the... Uh, oh, yeah, they changed their name to One Riot, OneRiot.com. So okay. um, anyway, that, that's one of the places that they kind of put out there. But 
Also, Yahoo uh, has been playing with image ads in their search results so that when you uh, were doing a search, in this case, somebody had done a search for uh, eBay, and they got back... Um, they got back uh, an ad over at Yahoo where there was a, a little image attached next to it, the little eBay logo. And it was called the promotional result. Let me see if I can generate that. There it is. I, it's, it's live. I did a search for eBay. It says eBay official site promotional results. I don't like this, Marshall. I don't like this. You know what? We, we were told by the FTC that there were certain kinds of words we should be using when we have ads. And those words in particular were sponsored, and now everybody's like gone and forgotten all of this stuff. So we'll just start making up new words. It's like, what's a promotional result? I'm going to guess it's some kind of a sponsored result. So let's call it a sponsored result so that we know what's going on. So, yeah, eBay's at the top of the list. What do I get from New York Times? And you can search you right in there as well. You can search no, within aren't. New York Times. No. no. play by the rules. Um, you can, there's a little search box in there, too, in the promotional results. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's nice. You, you do the search for eBay at the top of the page. eBay official site's the link. Then it says Shop eBay Stores. Sign in. Search eBay for product names so you can search. Uh, right within Yahoo's own search results, you can do a search on eBay, which is something that Google does for free uh, and got yelled at. <laughs> Remember? Yes. Google rolled it out so that when you did a search, if somebody had their own search engine, that they gave you the little search box so that you could uh, search within their own site. And then people started yelling at Google and said, you're evil, you shouldn't do that sort of thing. You're just trying to steal everybody's own queries. And, and now here Yahoo's doing it, and they're probably charging eBay for it. Uh, and nobody cares. Look in the other All way. All right. Hey, do you ever Jeff Weiner? Yes, I've got a bone to pick with him, but yes, go ahead. Oh, well. <laughs> well, it's actually Please not with him. Allow me to channel your bones for some yeah. remote picking. Uh, it's, it's, it's not him guy. yet, but I'll, was, I'll, I'll uh, one my case point, later. Search czar moved on from there. Uh, he wasn't actually called search czar. It's just that you know everybody should be a czar in America these days, so why not have a search czar? Um, and he, you know, he was really all involved with the search product. Really cared about it deeply. Really was like getting the fire under all the troops and everything like that. And then he left, and it was like, oh no, you're not going. Now he's going over to become interim president at LinkedIn. So this is really intriguing. Uh, we'll see what's going to happen. I've been, I've been more and more impressed by LinkedIn. As you know, we have a, a group, a search engine group over there. It keeps growing. People keep talking with each other out on it. Uh, so yeah, there's some potential there. See what's going to go on with LinkedIn. What's your bone? What's your problem? My bone is that I've, in, in the many, many years that I've been a member of LinkedIn, I can't designate my hometown as Bend, Oregon. I can only designate it as the greater Eugene area. And it's okay. I'm, approximately I'm, 150 miles away. So there's Eugene, there's Salem, there's Portland, and then there's everything else, according to LinkedIn. Uh, it's, a, it's quite I'll annoying. I'll pass this along. The Bend, as a, a hotbed of uh, search marketing activity, uh, should really be, uh, really be solved. What's the deal with uh, Todd Friesen out there right now, by the way? Oh, Oil man's like haunting Bend. Yeah, I don't know how the hell they let him in. But he's in, and he's actually having a decent time, and he's there to, <clears throat> to meet with the crew. Oh, that's good. Which crew? Uh, you know, whatever crew. There's quite a few the crews there, crew. but any, I mean, throw a dart, you're going to hit somebody in search. <laughs> it's true. That's true. It's like the, it, it, you, right. we're the indentured servants now of Bend. <laughs> it's like the new mining town. Exactly. Uh I, I always find Ben too, John Audette, you know, I could still envision him like walking down the main street. 
<laughs> what, like to stay in alive? I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, it's sort of the, you know, the one-time ruler of the Bend internet marketing, you know, space there, whatever. So the cabal that that it was. For those for those who aren't familiar, I mean, this is I don't know, it's interesting to us, maybe interesting to you, but you know, John Audet had started the uh, internet marketing. What was it called? Internet marketing discussion list? Inet discussion. It was list? called iSales. I, and it was like back in like 95 and 96 when nobody really knew what they were doing and everybody was really talking and communi- connecting on it. And uh, his company, uh, what was it, Multimedia Marketing Group, MMG? That's right. Was at the time one of the leading Internet marketing firms and uh, armed with a, um, with a, uh, uh, a brood of sons. Does he have four sons? He has two. <laughs> I don't know. They just seem so big. <laughs> but they, you know, they had a whole bunch of people out of Bend, Oregon, doing all this internet marketing. Of which, Marshall, you were one of them. And that's uh, it's that's that's why today I've, I've had people say to me like, "What's the deal with Bend? Why are all these people all involved in marketing there?" I was like, "Hey, it was just kind of all grew out of that." So, yeah, it's a good place to live. It's a good place to be. You're going to enjoy it when you go down there in March. I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be great. Yep. All right. So uh, let's move right along. You know, Google, uh, people are worried about Google and what their revenue is going to be and everything. And I did this post where I, I did this, like, drill baby drill post where I was saying how they are, like, tapping into their un, untapped reservoirs of advertising. I mean, it is like there's no place now where Google's not going to run an ad. For for years, people would be like, why aren't you putting some ads on Google News? Why aren't you putting some ads over here? And they're like, oh, we're always thinking, we're always doing, we're always... And uh, honestly, it was sort of like saying um, to to some Wall Street firm that was raking in all the money that was just flowing, hey, why aren't you uh, going after like that small individual person? Like, I can't be bothered. Why didn't you pick up that quarter on the street? Because, you know, I got 20 bucks falling out of my pocket. I don't even worry about that, you know. Well, now the money's not flowing so so well. Uh, it's not that Google's in trouble. It's just that the revenues aren't going to grow to the way that a lot of people are expecting. So they are rolling around, putting ads everywhere. So uh, Google Image Search. Now, when you do some searches over there, uh, you are getting um, you are getting ads. Hang on here. I'm going to try to. I want to double check some of the things as I go along. Yeah, do one uh, on on Major Barrett. What's that? See here. I'm doing one on Miss Roddenberry. Oh, please don't tell me you're going to get ads for her, because that would be bad. It would be. I'm sure you would, but... I'll I'll Uh, just do it on Star Trek. So I'll do a search for Roddenberry. I'll do one for Star Trek and see what I come up with. Images. Uh, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to go for Apple. Google image search for Apple. There we go. Google search for Apple on Google Images, and at the top of it, a sponsored link for the official Apple Store. So Google Images... Now it's got regular AdWords showing up over there, right? So AdWords and Google Images. Oh, and uh, want to sell some vodka on uh, there? Hey, you remember I, I did that little post about it? You should uh, yeah. say you want to yeah. sell Boutte vodka, which of course is used uh, made with the finest Bend water and produced right here in uh, Newport Beach. That's right. Uh, you were unable to sell your Boutte. <laughs> um, on, you were unable to do it through Google because they had a ban against hard alcohol and liquor, uh, or liqueurs, as it seemed to be spelled. Um, I always think of it as liquor, but now we're all fancy with the Q's and the U's. Uh, and so they've loosened the policy up now. 
it's like years ago, there were some regulations that came in, and I think a lot of the search engines are like, well, this is too much of a hassle. We just will ban it. But now they're like, well, we've had a lot of people who really want to do it, and things are a little bit better. <laughs> it just feels like the bottom line is, yeah, we want the money. Uh-huh. So we're going to figure out our guidelines to go with it. They've also, in AdWords, added new mobile targeting options. So you can target iPhones and other devices with full Internet browsers. Nice, nice. More people are doing the searches over there, so going at that. One of the most dramatic things that they're doing is uh, in Google Suggest. This is not the, the other things I've been talking about. Um, those are like live; you can see them. But this kind of test is like with Google Suggest, where if you go over, I'm just see. Yeah, I was doing this. Did you did you try it yourself? I'm going over to Google, and I uh, type in. Uh, I'm starting to type N E W. I'm getting those suggestions that drop up. You know, from below the box, they start saying, hey, do you want to go to NEW, New York Times, New Egg, New Grounds, that sort of thing? That's Google Suggest, where when you start typing into the search box, it offers little words that you might want to fill in. Well, when I type in NEW, suddenly the first suggestion I get is to read Newsweek online. And it's a sponsored link. It's an ad. It's an ad in, like, the the little drop-down into the search box. I haven't even done a search, and I'm getting it. If I keep going, I type in New York Times. I get another uh, ad for the New York Times Sunday Book Review. Wow. So they're doing this stuff where um, when you start typing, and in some cases you're, you're getting advertising. Sometimes it appears at the top of the Google Suggest list. Sometimes it appears at the bottom of the list. In other cases, like uh, one example they were showing is if you type, start looking for, for space shuttle. Uh, um, oh, I'm typing in space. I'm going to Seattle Space Needle. Uh, but if I keep going shuttle, then it starts, that one's not giving me new search results, but if I, let me try something else. Let's try Roddenberry. Oh, I'm a, you know, my thing, apparently, I should get ads. RO gives me Royal Caribbean Cruises ad. Roddenberry. See, I'm not But in some online. cases, what they want to do is uh, suggest actual news items for you. Uh, and they may put up news results there. In other cases, like they were showing where you started typing in New York Times, they'll show you a link directly to the New York Times. So I, I'm pretty blown away by this. I don't like it when they put the ads at the top of the list. I think that makes it far too easy for somebody to just like click on an ad, especially clicking on an ad in a case when really Google should have just let you get there directly as a direct link. Um, sometimes the uh, sponsored links, when they're at the bottom of the page, uh, I think those are nice. If you're not seeing this, by the way, I am uh, not. It's because it's all testing. Do you see it? I do not. No. Yeah. So it's still only a select group, and uh, as it just happened, one of my browsers got tagged. So on my Macintosh side, um, that browser, I can see these ads, and then on my Windows side, I can't see it. But the site search box did come up for the New York Times, so that was the earlier rant that you were having, where the people were were pushing back on. Uh, by the way, one of the other things that they're doing um, as uh, as back to kind of what they're doing at the ads, you know, they have the uh, AdSense for Domains program. So this is where, say you have a, a website, um, I don't know, say you've got a website like Territorial Waters, which I own, because it was kind of a cool name. And you don't really have any content on it, because you don't really know what to say about Territorial Waters, right? Well, right. Um, some people who have really good websites with names that are very, very popular, uh, say you had usedcars.com, but you don't really want to put any content out there, Google's program, AdSense for Domains, will go along and just fill your page with ads, you know, make it all very handy for the people who are landing there. Um, and... 
some people have concerns about this because in some cases, you know, you've got people who've registered typo domains, right? I mean, uh, people I know have misspellings of search engine land, and uh, it's kind of annoying that you go over that some of these places and then you find that Google's still got some, some of their ads powering somebody who's clearly not expecting to be getting generic traffic for search engine land or anything like that. But what can you do except complain and rant and yell about that sort of stuff? Oh, in this case, I'm getting uh, Roadrunner search results. So, see, I can't even get to it. Powered by Yahoo Search. Why am I here? Why am I here? <laughs> Why am I here? If you entered an unknown web address that was used to present site suggestions you may find useful. This is my cable company, right? You know, if they can't resolve a domain name, then they send you to that page where they try to show you more ads. Because why am I here? And they're explaining to me why I'm here. What they're not saying is because we make money off of it. That's why we're here. So shut up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the, the thing about the AdSense for Domains program is you could only get in it if you were like somebody who had a lot of domains or domains with a lot of traffic. And now Google said, eh, we don't care. <laughs> you got that cute little domain and you want to put our ads up there? Anybody can go into it. So yet again, Google just like unlocking the, uh, the the ads out there for the people who want it just go nuts. So where do you think this is going to go? Well, I think you're going to have you know I think it's going to go. Well, I think they're going to continue to put ads anywhere they can do it. I don't think it's going away. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna that's going to keep going along. All right, let's um, let's do two last things on Google. We'll take a little break. Uh, leave that behind. One of the other things that they're testing are these enhanced listings. So this is a pretty cool Yahoo Search Monkey program. It's been out there for some time now where they can allow certain listings to show things like the reviews or if you, you use their development tool, you can go through and, and, and have your listing be more than just a, a title and a description. And so now Google basically has their own version of Search Monkey. They're testing with Yelp, CitySearch, CNET, TripAdvisor, and Download.com for pages that they feel are uh, reviews. And these pages, what happens is you can go through and tag them so that um, their information, uh, you can tag them so that their, um, so that special information that you have comes up. Uh, so if you have a review, like in one case, there's a, a, a thing for Hide Sushi, and they said that they had 55 reviews, and on average they were a 4.5 rating, and they tagged on the page that information uh, so you can see it. And so the difference between that and SearchMonkey is that um, what I like is that with SearchMonkey, you, you kind of have to have a developer go through and write an application that works with Yahoo. And in this case, if you've tagged it the right way with Google, they'll just make it happen. Now, before you run out and say, well, I'm going to start tagging up all my pages, hang on there, it only works with these sites, and it may change on how it's going to be going. So, so hang in there. We'll see. Microformats may be something that will get used. Google's also doing this other thing that I just unanimously declared page links. No, not unanimously, independently. Anyway, they don't have a word for it. But what happens, you know when you do a search for a site, sometimes you get site links at the top. That's like if you search for search engine land, then you get those eight links below our description yeah. that lead you to different parts within the site. With page like links, um, when you do a search, you get a link within the description itself that jumps you within a page. So in one example, uh, there was a search for elephant tusks, and it brings up the Wikipedia entry on elephant. And when you start reading it, the description says, jump to 2.2 tusks. And what it's telling you is you can jump right within the um, search. Uh, you can jump right within the description and uh, uh, jump right within a particular part of that page. So if you've got a long page with a lot of anchor text, it may be that down the line you're going to get some of these page links that will show up. 
And then the last thing that they're doing are uh, automatic spelling corrections. So you know how you've done a search and Google says, hey, idiot, did you mean? And then they show you what you actually meant to search for. Right. I get that often. Yep. W- without the hey, idiot part, that's just something you hear in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Google have a tone of voice. Google ever make you feel bad, you know? Did you mean? Is that a polite? I wonder, that would be a nice survey. When you see did you mean on Google, what kind of attitude do you think Google is giving to you? Polite, helpful, making me feel like they're condescending to me, man. Anyway, it, what they would do in the past, they'd say, did you mean, and they would show you the link, and you had to click on the link to get the correct results. And now they're saying, did you mean, like if you search for Larry Page, P-G-E, um, if you do that kind of a search, what they'll do is they'll say, um, they'll actually show you the top two corrected results for Larry Page, P-A-G-E, and then they'll show you all the results that came from the misspelling below that. You're ranking number one for that. Oh, am Larry, I? For what? For Larry P.G.E. Oh, Larry Peach. <laughs> oh, the things you forget. Uh, or yes. things you discover, right? Hang on here. Uh, yeah, I am. Look at that. I rock. I'm getting so much traffic, I'm going to retire tomorrow. All right. Uh, well, let's take a break there. When we come back, we'll shift gears over to Microsoft. Yep. It's the Daily Searchcast on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned for more of the Daily Searchcast after this quick timeout. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. Had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Now, back to the Daily Searchcast, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to the Daily Searchcast. It's still Thursday, December 18th, 2008. WebmasterRadio.fm. Somewhere in the ether is Danny Sullivan. Hello, Danny. Hello. Oh, I forgot to say, this is Marshall Simmons, by the way. Doesn't matter, it's your show. I did do some research, and uh, Major Barrett's name as the uh, the nurse on Star Trek was Nurse Christine Chappell. Yeah, I said that. Did you really? I said that. Partial credit. Partial credit for saying her name was Christine Chapel and her name was Christine Chapel. I, 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 I don't recall. We'll have to roll the tape. I don't want you to be like my teacher in school grading me. Two plus Brasco, roll the tape back. Show the clip. Show the clip. I got a clip. I'm going to see the clip I got coming. Anyway, hey, uh, so we had some news come out. Uh, you know, this this uh, person who was involved with the U.S. Justice Department said that uh, spilled a few more beans on the whole Google bailing out of the Yahoo deal said that they told Google they were going to file the complaint at a certain time during the day, and then three hours before, they said they were abandoning the agreement. And uh, the guy's all, like, happy. He's like, yeah, see, see, we, we took Google to the mat. We pushed them back. We would have won. And, like, I don't know that they would have won, but I think they certainly, no doubt, scared Google off to decide, you know, we don't want that kind of attention coming our way. 
so uh, yeah, Google did not want to be labeled as a, uh, a monopoly or have anybody call them a monopoly. Decided they would bail off on that sort of thing, which leads us over to Microsoft. So uh, you know, with uh, Google not doing a deal with Yahoo, we continue to be in this abysmal pit of limbo, ring of fire, just sucking the life and the oxygen out of the world about the whole, will Yahoo go with Microsoft and Microsoft go with Yahoo, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so Steve Ballmer says, told the Wall Street Journal earlier this month, he's still interested in a deal with Yahoo, but there's no talks going. Uh, maybe a deal would be better for both of us if we did it sooner or later. Uh, I was really irate and upset because one of his comments was just uh, absurd. He's like saying, the fundamental basis for doing the search deal with Yahoo has to do with the critical mass in the advertising marketplace. It doesn't have to do with technology or any of these other things. It's really a market phenomenon. Together we would have more advertising, which means we have more relevant ads on our page. What the hell what is, he talking, is he talking about? When they said that they were going to buy Yahoo, it was all like the thing. We had to have the scale. We had to have the engineering. We had to do the crawling. That was why we had to have it all come together, which is kind of like technology. And now it's like, oh, 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 it's nothing to do with technology. It's just that we have to have all the advertisers. And it's like, no, 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 no. Yahoo has more advertisers than you, Microsoft, because they have more people who actually search on their site. So if you buy Yahoo, it has nothing to do with, like, okay, now you've got more advertisers, which means you have more relevant ads on the page. It's not that you get more advertisers, you get more relevant ads. It's like you've got more users who are coming into your site because you actually have more relevant search results. I mean, the, the suggestion is, gosh, you know, we're not doing very well right now because we don't have more advertisers. And if we only had more advertisers, we'd have more relevant ads, and then we'd be a success in search. No, you'd be a success with search if you actually had people searching at your search engine. They didn't come to your search engine because they thought, oh, we don't have enough ads. That's just my view of it. I think you're right. They've always talked about that in the beginning, and now it's, kinda, it's, just, it's just kind of moving with the herd, it seems. I, and I, don't, I think they're just waiting for the changing of the guard to happen, and then they'll get serious about it. And he's just giving nuggets to the press, right. and, and obviously just to piss you off. Oh, oh, obviously he's so he he so it's it's on his uh, he's he's got that right on his computer monitor. Piss off, Danny today. <laughs> that Sullivan guy, he's mine. Oh, you make me laugh and laugh. Did you ever laugh that way? Yes, yes, I have. In the movie, airplane. Um, All right. Uh, uh, what is it? Airplane, do the research in your own time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah they're yeah. in court, yeah. So, anyway, hey, speaking of Microsoft, uh, Dr. Chi Lu, formerly of Yahoo, bigwig over there, nice guy, very technologically savvy, has been named to run his online services group. Um, so, big deal, although kind of watch and see, because he's very smart, he's very well respected, but he hasn't actually done running an online search and advertising unit before. So this will actually be a new thing out the gate. Uh, he's much more known as being you know, an, an engineering person. So he's coming on board, and at the same time he's coming on board, uh, Brian McAndrews, who you might recall came over through a quantive and has been Microsoft's poster child for um, telling the world, hey, you know, search is overrated and display is great, and we're going to have this display that he's gone. Uh, quit. I can't remember if it was family reasons or other interests or whatever it was, but you know, I'm sure it's just a coincidence. 
So, yeah, he's gone. Uh, those who like to believe in conspiracies and want to uh, put the tinfoil on their heads, begin to do that now. Uh, remember, you can use the tinfoil from your TV dinners, if you still eat those, and if they still exist, uh, and uh, recycle and save the world. Gosh, it's such a pretty sunset outside. I can't. Can I just go now? Um, I'm getting Too blinded because the sun is like coming in through the window after uh, a couple of days of rain down here. Um, so uh, the the, the tinfoil conspiracy is that McAndrews is leaving, you see. Leaving, can you hear my air quotes? And he's yeah. going to now go take a job over at Yahoo to be CEO, right? Right? And then when he's CEO over at Yahoo, then he can then, like, help Microsoft decide that they should own Yahoo's search business, see, 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 and then Microsoft can continue to maybe do display stuff or, or, or Yahoo can continue to do um, some other things. And uh, so... Yeah, who knows? Can I take my tinfoil yeah. off? Yeah, you can. Meanwhile, while you're all excited about Microsoft uh, winning somebody over, they lost Brad Goldberg, who was the uh, general manager of search product management. He was one of the people who was sort of leading the marketing side of things. And he's going off to uh, become CEO of the investment firm Peak6. Uh, I thought it was kind of sucky. I like Brad, and I thought that over the time he'd been in his position, He's learned a lot about search, uh, and now he's going away, so somebody else can have to come into his position and learn again a lot about search. Uh, but that's kind of been Microsoft's problem, is that they constantly have like a, a, a rotation of um, you know, executives who come in, get up to speed, and they go off to other stuff. And Google has executives who never go anywhere uh, and stay there forever and have 100 million dog years of uh, experience. But I'm not saying that has anything to do with the fact that Google's like been kicking the you know whatever out of Microsoft on search, but that's eh, maybe part of it. Alright, Marsh, are you still with me, man? I am. I am. My ear's hot. Because we're not done talking Microsoft. Oh no, no, sir. There's more going on with Microsoft. Um, one of the things that they had is they've got uh, cashback. You remember that cashback program where if you uh, you uh, can go over to Live Search and you can get money back for what you're doing? Yes, I said you it, it resembled I1. That was a long time ago. They give you some money. Yeah. No, they didn't give me any money. Well, now they do instant cashbacks for uh, eBay purchases. So if you go to eBay, so first of all, if you if your head didn't explode going through all this stuff. Right. If you bought something at eBay, you should get money back automatically right within uh, your PayPal account. Uh, you don't have to wait 60 days to get it. So that sounds cool, but I don't know if you ever bought anything on eBay, but sometimes that's a painful process to begin with. And then to buy something on eBay by first locating it through Live Search Cashback is like um, having pulled out all your toenails and then deciding that you wanted to gouge out your eyes with um, your toes that are injured. And then finally, to pay for them using PayPal's abysmal, horrid service that seems to think that credit cards are not something anybody should ever use, and instead we should just be using PayPal. Um, that's like then inserting your gouged out toes all the way through your eyes and pulling them out through your mouth. That's rough, man. That's rough. Yeah. What's worse was the other day we were watching this guy on, um, what was it? What's that show? Oh, Cover Your, your Children's Ears, Jackass. And he was snorting a worm up his nose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's terrible. Oh, I couldn't. I, could, I was gagging. 
gagging. Hilarious, but terrible. You ever lost a toenail? Go go do cash back. So, um, meanwhile, say you did go use cash back. This is just, this is just bad. Okay, this is just like the chat room. (laughs) Pathful's like, that was a great episode. (laughs) I couldn't even watch it. Uh, That's a great episode. Uh, So, cash back. this is their, like one of their big things, right? Cashback's this big thing to win you over and make you start wanting to use live search. And then on Black Friday, remember that's like the day after uh, Thanksgiving when everybody goes online to buy, buy stuff or they go to stores? Um, people were buying stuff from Hewlett Packard, HP, and they were expecting to get 40% cashback from Microsoft. But then they got a glitch and they only got 30% off after they made their purchase. Right, and then it was also not working, and everything was kind of getting screwed up. And uh, so then um, they came back and they said, "Okay, we know we had this problem, and um, if you're trying to find out how you can get that 40% that you thought you were going to get, but instead you only got like the three um, uh, percent, we, we you're not going to get it." Ouch. Yeah. So it was like you, they, they weren't able to give you any kind of refunds. Uh, so we're, we're really sorry about that. And they had like at the time that Barry had done the post, they had had like 40 comments calling them like liars, and cheats, and fraudsters. So yeah, that's good. Um, it's a good program. Doing really well. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like it, anybody's using it anyway. Promising, this is the last comment from December 13th. Promising to rerun a promotion and taking back your word is disgusting. I spent all day trying to order a PC for my kids on Christmas. I wasted my time. Does Bill Gates even care? Um, no. No, he doesn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, these are not uh, really happy type of things. Um, I don't know. Uh, running a program for people who are looking to save as much money as possible, uh, there's some pluses to that, but then those are people who are most likely to complain. Hey, did you see the post about Act.com doing the arbitrage thing? No, I, but I, just, saw, I just saw your, your, uh, your Twitter uh, comment, your tweet about that. I, I, didn't, I didn't read up on it, though. So oh. No, that's, there's no need. It. I mean, 140 words easily captures the, 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 the whole story of, uh, you know, like maybe 1,500. I don't even know why I bother writing. I should just twit all day. No, I understand. No, this is, um, so I'll fill you in. Um, so, yeah, I do this hotel search, and I come across this thing that was like, you know, location.ask.com as an ad. So I started poking around, and like, for example, when I'm doing a search for New Hampshire hotels, I'm getting this ad that comes up that says, Hotels in New Hampshire? Book here and save a massive 50%. Lowest hotel prices in the U.S. Here, new-hampshire.hotels.ask.com. <laughs> like, wow. So when you click on the ad, you get taken over to Ask, where they run a search for new hotels in New Hampshire, which you just did on Google to get the ad. And they show at the top of the page five search results, which are search as five ads, which are ads that come from Google because they're partnered with Google. In fact, they're the same five ads you just saw over Google and bypassed for whatever reason to click on Ask's ad to get back and see them. And you get some results, and then they repeat the exact same five ads at the bottom. So they've been doing this for a bunch of different uh, hotel locations, right? And I just kind of had it. I'm like, you know, Ask is like, oh, we're the search engine. We're really in the search experience. We're really doing so whatever. And it's like, 
No, you're not. You're like just running these ads out there to generate traffic to make people think they could actually book and order something on your website when they can't. And it seemed to violate all the Google rules. So first of all, he's like, Google, what's the deal with you accepting this? Is that hard up for the money these days? Like, or if it's a partner, they can do this sort of stuff? Or is it just... You know, you're supposed to have somebody reviewing your ads and looking at this sort of stuff, and clearly nobody was. Clearly. You know, because this was, this, this was either no one's reviewing the guidelines at Google to make sure ads are following them, or they did review them and they said, what the heck. Either way, I'm not happy about it. Um, and so uh, the, the, the point of the whole thing was, of course, they're doing arbitrage. That's what seemed to be the case. Try to get the traffic from Google at less of a price than people are going to pay when they click on your own ads. Google's been all about trying to kill off arbitrage, and now one of their major partners is doing it on their own site. So I did the post to put it up there, and then Ask came along, and um, they were upset. I didn't actually contact them beforehand, because you know, honestly, I didn't really know what else to say. But um, it seems pretty self-evident to me, but I probably should have asked them. Uh, although I probably would have got the statement, which is exactly what they sent me, which was that this was an isolated incident that was incorrectly managed by one of our SEM agencies, and they've taken proactive steps to eliminate it and ensure it doesn't occur again. And their policy was to have AdCrea provide a clear and accurate description of search results are generated for each and every query. And I have to say, anybody who's now writing about this, Ask is diligently spending the time to go out there and tell everybody how this was an isolated thing and it wasn't that stuff, which is very similar, by the way, to what Ask did after, um, you know, they had the new CEO came in and then he was like saying, yeah, we're going to become the Midwest women's search engine. And the next day they're like, yeah. oh, it was a miscommunication. Oh, it was a thing. It's like, all right, it's an isolated incident that apparently Ask has been doing for at least three months. Because somebody else noted in our comments that they've been doing these things for, for uh, since at least September. So, I don't know. I wonder what they would do if you weren't watching them. Oh, they wouldn't care. I don't know. I, well, somebody else had, then I found somebody else had written this up. So, you know, maybe the broader exposure brought that sort of thing down. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, clearly if they're not running it now, it's not happening. But, you know, I want to say I'm positive about it, but no, I just kind of feel like, as I concluded my article, that they're just going to do as much as they can with the remaining traffic, you know, and try to, to milk that traffic for all it's worth. I mean, they pumped up the number of ads they show on the pages that are out there. They got rid of the whole 3D type of thing. So, anyway, part of me is sort of like, why did I spend the time even doing it? But then it kind of annoyed me. I don't like to get ads that waste my time, and these are wasting my time. And now they're gone, so now they're not wasting my time. Out of the people. There you go. Hey, uh, a couple other uh, things. Uh, Microsoft, at the beginning of December, said that they would cut the dated storage time with the, how long they keep data out there. Uh, the, the European Privacy Commission, uh, which largely, in my opinion, wants to run around and not actually protect privacy but make it sound like that they're doing it, got all over Google's uh, Cover Your Children's Ears ass um, <coughs> when Google announced that they were going to start anonymizing data after uh, 24 months. And the, the Privacy Commission, which had never done anything at this point, came along and said, well, we think you should do it for 18 months. Uh, so then uh, Google said they would do it. And then they were like, well, now we think you should do it for six months. And the data that they want privatized, not anonymized, uh, isn't even that, um, that private. You know, it's like your, your IP address, your cookie information. It doesn't really tell in most cases what anybody's about. But point is, everybody's got this stuff going along. Google's now cut it down to nine months. And, and the European Commission really is thinking they would like everybody to do six months. So Microsoft says, well, if they do it, we'll do it. And then 
Yahoo comes along and they said, well, we'll only keep it for three months to there. So there you go. That's what they've announced that they're going to do. They're not even waiting to see if anybody else blinks. They're already trumping Microsoft by saying that they'll only keep data for 90 days, in, in, with some exceptions. So there you are. Uh, now we'll see what happens. Uh, we've had this sort of thing before uh, when Google... Nobody was announcing any data retention policy to begin with. Google came along and starts the whole thing off by saying, you know, people are worried about it, so we'll, we'll start destroying data at a certain period of time. Gets kicked all over the place by everybody saying, well, that's not enough, when Yahoo and Microsoft weren't even being noticed. But then they started like, saying, oh, there's some publicity here, so we'll jump in on it as well. Then you get Ask that came along saying things like, hey, uh, Google doesn't have a privacy link on their homepage. We have a privacy link on our homepage. And they rolled out the Ask Eraser program, which was designed to immediately destroy some of this data. Uh, and as a result, they ended up getting themselves an um, uh, FTC complaint saying that the program didn't actually work as advertised. Um, and so, I don't know. I think people want their data to be uh, kept private, certainly, but I don't know that the PR efforts that the companies are doing are, are, are going as well as maybe they had hoped. If they're just eating scraps and picking them up and doing and trying to make press releases out of them, it's 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 a little bit sad. There's a lot of stuff. All right, I'm thinking that this is probably a good time to take a break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk about some search products and stuff like that. There's a lot of things going on stuff flying around and holy crap there's more on the daily search cast from webrasterradio.fm stay tuned for more of the daily search cast after this quick timeout. hey this is danny sullivan from the daily search cast you know we love bringing you the news every day and that's made possible by the sponsorship of bruceclay.com they've just made ink magazine's list of the fastest growing private businesses they've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart had been out there with the code of ethics been a search engine expert in the field for ages but did you know that bruce clay can do more than help you with just seo they can do ppc web analytics web design marketing strategy promotion and branding everything you need for success in the online marketplace you can check it out from the professionals at bruce clay incorporated for over 10 years offices worldwide they've got answers you need check them out today at bruceclay.com bruce clay incorporated now back to the daily search cast only on webmasterradio.fm Here's your host. Welcome back to the Daily Search Cast on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Marshall Simmons of the New York Times. And joining me for round three, one, two, three, is Danny Sullivan. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh... You know, they bought Bebo, uh, and now they're trying to turn that into, like, a social inbox. So that I, missed what, I missed what you said. You said one place. Uh, who'd you say AOL bought? Bebo, B-E-B-O. Gotcha. Okay. Missed that. So, I don't know. I've heard that strategy is something that Yahoo wants to do as well. We'll see what happens. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> I don't have much more to say on that. Just, just giving you a heads up. Uh, Yahoo upgraded Flickr Mobile. Uh, so that um, now you can uh, get video playback. And, uh, and you're a fan. You're a fan of Flickr, aren't you? What's that? I said you're a pretty big fan of Flickr. I am, although I haven't used it much more. Um, I have used uh, TwitPic 
because I can take a picture on the iPhone and have it automatically go out, right? Mm. And it doesn't have to go to Flickr. So I, I haven't even, actually, this is kind of sad. I haven't even configured my iPhone to use Flickr. I don't even know if there's a Flickr app, so that's kind of bad. Um, maybe there is one. Uh, the Facebook app is pretty cool. You can take pictures and post straight out to Facebook, so that's pretty pretty nice. Uh, meanwhile, Google's Picasa has upgraded things so that you can uh, do video playback there uh, with a better quality uh, and a few other changes in terms of sharing and stuff like that. So a little picture news there. DailySearchCast.com. Find today's episode. You can get URLs to more information about some of that stuff. YouTube is continuing to dominate the video space. Um, they, uh, let's see, in October had more than 100 million video viewers. Wait, no, wait. Uh, yes. They had 100 million video viewers on Google Properties, 99.5 million of them, 99.5% uh, were using, uh, they're viewing stuff on, on YouTube. So nobody's using Google, Google whatever. Uh, behind that, you had uh, Fox Interactive with uh, 60 million users, then Yahoo and Microsoft and the other ones behind there. So uh, YouTube, still uh, king or queen OD uh, video. Speaking of which, Google Maps uh, has integrated YouTube videos, which is pretty neat. You could do, have been able to do this in Google Earth for some time, where uh, if you do a search for uh, uh, something, you can see any videos that are scattered about. Uh, so, like for example, if I do a search for Newport Beach and I go to the maps, uh, and then I zoom in now, let's see how you do this. Uh, oh, and then you get into the upper right-hand corner of your page. Uh, where have they done that? Let's see here. Ah, right. When it loads, I'm having a problem getting it to load today. It's very slow, very sluggish. Uh, when it when the maps load up, then you're supposed to have that little more link. You know, it says map, terrain, satellite. Right. You know, the stuff I'm talking about in the upper right hand corner. So now let me see if everybody's getting it. Hmm. Well, this is weird. Um, I'm having a lot of problems getting it to, to loading slow. It's even giving me a message saying slow loading. So they know they're having a slow problem. Um, the interwebs is acting weird today. And I'm, I'm not getting, getting that more thing either. This is annoying me. Mm. This Maybe is really annoying me. So I, it's tragic that it's not um, it's not working. Um, so, but if you could do it, you could um, you can see. Um, if you could do it, you could see all the uh, the videos that are out there. It's pretty cool, and I even did a little video of rollerblading down the boardwalk here. But it's just not loading. All right. Let's go next. Uh, there's another thing. Um, you know when you use Google Maps and you want to find Street View and see all the stuff that's out there? Yeah, I use it quite a, <clears throat> quite a bit. They've got this new thing called Pegman that um, when you do a search, now it's in the top right corner of your page, and it's a little man, and if you click on him, all the places where there's street view photography at the street level, um, you can drag and drop them on out there and, uh, and, and, and put him exactly where you want to zoom to street view, so it's pretty cool. So yeah, I, li I liked it. it was, I, I, I was confused by it at the beginning, but then I figured it out because I'm smart. They still have some problems with it, but, um, you know, it's getting there. It's kind of nice. And I like the name for it, too. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, now I'm getting is, the still loading. Uh, Google talked about, they did this really nice thing where um, 
they show uh, how the Street View coverage has been expanded. So they've got a lot more of, say, Portland, uh, a lot more uh, in uh, Washington State. Uh, Idaho has got more coverage out there for you. They've got a before and after shot where you can look at it. All like the south of the U.S. Uh, has been covered. So there's a lot of really nice uh, stuff about the Street View photography. And they're finally starting to get into Bend, Oregon, I shall say. That's good. I, finally, you know, we're going to need to see coverage. more of the stuff there. I could see it's, there's the Main Street, right? I could finally do that. That's right, but they, they, they haven't gone off into the um, into the off of the main arteries. Just they just drove through town on uh, the major highway, the one that cuts through town in, on 97. Ah, uh, I vaguely remember it. Yes, right through the heart of the town. But that's about it. We'll be patient. Uh, Jason Calacanis's Mahalo has launched uh, another uh, search feature. They call it uh, Mahalo Answers, and uh, I thought it was. I've seen it described. I think TechCrunch described it as a cross between Google Answers and Yahoo Answers, where Google Answers was paying people to to provide answers, uh, to get answers to stuff, and they're uh, rewarding the people who are answering with some money. Uh, I think actual money. I don't quite remember it. Uh, it was like something like Mahalo Cash. Uh, and then um, you've got um, you've got uh, just an answer service going on there. So we'll see how it works. Uh, Yahoo Answers has done very well for Yahoo in terms of being a traffic generator. They get a lot of traffic off of Google because you seem to run into Yahoo Answers results all the time over right. there. So uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe this will be the thing that propels Mahalo upward. We'll see. Uh, Google Book Search uh, got a whole new thing, which I thought was pretty awesome. They put magazines out online. Uh, yeah, I just heard know, about this. Did you see it? Yeah, I, I, just, pretty... I just heard about this. We were talking about this today. I didn't know about it until um, about five or six hours ago. It's pretty nice. They, um, they uh, put together a thing where you can... Um, See all the uh, magazines that they've digitized. They've got magazines like uh, Ebony, uh, Popular Science, New York Magazine, The Bulletin of Atomic Scientists. You can't browse the magazines yet. There's no page that gives you a guide to all the magazines that are out there, which is kind of sucky. Uh, but you can, and I've got a really long article that explains all this, but you can go through and locate some of the articles that are out there. Uh, and then browse, once you find an article from a magazine, you can go through and browse all the issues. You can see things like the original article about Hollywood's Brat, uh, Brat Pack, which is pretty neat. They all are, and there's a picture that's out there. So is this, it's, it's really nice. Uh, it, it's very, very sweet on how all the, the data that's out there. Meanwhile, going back further, you remember the Google Search Wiki product? Yes. About ages ago, right? So... Um, you, you've got Google Search Wikis that's there, and I had done after it came out like a 101 guide, an illustrated guide to how it works, explaining how you can move the results up or down. Uh, everybody should have it at this point, how you can comment on things, why you can't see all the comments with a particular listing. Uh, will the results perhaps get used to help refine search results? The answer is, by the way, maybe down the line, you know, if they decide that they're seeing all the activity, if they can use it, they might do that. So it's a very, very long, detailed article explaining to you what that little plus and minus symbol that's out there. Uh, one of the things that people were upset about, some of them, was that they didn't like it. People wanted to just turn the dang thing off, and there was no way to uh, opt out of it. And um, uh, Google has said, okay, well, finally, we hear you. First they said, don't expect one anytime soon. And then they said, uh, okay, might uh, we might get one, uh, we will we'll roll one out probably in the first quarter of next year. So if you want the off button, 
Um, hang in there, maybe coming. Do you like it? Do you, have you used it at all? I used it initially when it came out. Uh, I went through like a lot of other people in the SEO space and immediately made sure that I favored like some of my sites that I thought were appropriate for certain categories. And plus, it's my own search results, right? So it's not like you're spamming yourself. Uh, but what happens is if you uh, if you go through and you save one of your own listings, then it also gets saved into the public search wiki page that everybody can see. And I think that that is well worth it for people to be doing because. Um, for example, if I go through uh, and you do a search for, say, SEO, uh, let's see if I'm logged in here. SEO, I got to log in. It's kind of sucky, but what can you do? Oh, <clears throat> I got to type my password, uh, which is oh, uh, Wikipedia. So I, I go in here, do a search for SEO. Um, I put search engine lines, I say just there. There's a public page where you can see all notes for search wiki. And what you'll see is like, okay, uh, SEO book is at the top of that page. Then SEO chat comes up at number two with 46 people that have saved it. Uh, SEO Moz has 25 saves. Um, then Google's support area for SEO is 33 saves. It's been moved up. And this is one of those weird things I cover in the Q&A. How could Google have 33 saves but not be higher than SEO Moz with 25 saves? But they have 24 deletes. So it looks like they're kind of taking the combination of the two to try to figure out where people should be on the net. Uh, Matt Cutts is in there, and I'm in there. Hey, you know, if you guys want to go through and save more search engine land, I'd sure love to be at the top of the page. Why not? But if you if you go through, for example, and say you do a search for, um, I don't know, Bend, okay, Bend, Oregon. Right now, if I go to the see all notes for the search wiki, nobody's made any edits to Bend. So what do you like for Bend, Oregon? Um. You can say SEO capital of the world. Well, I mean, what, what, who should be at number one for Ben's search results? Anybody that you think deserves to be there? Right now I get the, the city of Oregon, Ben. Oh, I thought, you were, okay, I, thought, I thought you were going to be um, writing something in the wiki. But um, who should be in there? Well, you can put Mount Bachelor up there for the top. Mount Bachelor? What's that? Is that yeah, where you go down, skiing? Let's see, yeah. yeah. They're down there. Oh, here we are. Here's our five. So... What I can do, so what you do is I take the URL for Mount Bachelor, and then I do a search for Bend, and then I go to the bottom and I say Add a Result, and I type in my uh, Mount Bachelor URL, and then I can click Add, and now when I go to the See All Notes for the Search Wiki, Mount Bachelor is at the top of the page and the only one there. Hey, be the only one there on a on a link directly off the Google search results page, I think that's going to generate some traffic. Although I must say, I've been talking with uh, Richard Swicky over at Inquisit, and so far the search wiki pages don't seem to be generating that much traffic, so maybe not. Maybe not. Spaghetti at the, spaghetti at the wall. Yeah. All right, now Google Reader has uh, gotten cleaner. They tidied up their uh, search interface. They also have an iPhone version that I should probably download and and, and get on my thing. I was really, 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 I can't tell you the degree of anger and upset I had at Google over Google Reader, though. Because one of the things that they've had for a long time in Google Reader is when you go into it, they suggest certain places um, that you should subscribe to automatically. And one of those things are Google-related links. And I've been like asking for ages, like, hey, do you think Search Engine Land could be like one of your Google-related links considering I don't know I've been covering Google since you guys started you know like John Patel's there which I think is great uh, Google Bloggerscope is there which I think is great as also but come on it's like 
well, we're Google-related. Why can't we be there? Why can't we be a tech blog? You know, TechCrunch will be there, and I think we should be there. But no, we can't. Uh, we, we still, and the longest time, I just kept getting told, well, we're still working on things. We're still trying to figure out how to do it. Now they've rolled out a whole new interface where they're suggesting different sites that are out there, and uh, we still didn't get included, and I feel really, really dissed by it. Uh, you suck Google big time. Shame on you. Really, really can't. Oh. See, you can just so hear can't you, voice. Can't, can't you, you throw your weight around a little bit? Don't you know people? No, I have. I've, what? What? Else? There's nothing to do at this point. I feel like you know, saying it's like you don't want to throw your weight around. It's just like you want to say it's sort of like self-evident we ought to be included in your Google-related blogs. I mean, we cover you guys like more than practically anybody else does. And don't you think like people in your own PR department that are trying to figure out what's going on with Google and what we're covering might actually want to like suggest us? And you guys call us all the time to talk to us about the stuff that you're doing. So I get the feeling you think we're kind of an important publication, but not important enough to suggest to people that they might want to subscribe to if they want to read about Google. I don't know. I don't get it. So I don't know if it's just some product manager that's decided to dig in their heels and there's just like no way we're going to do it. That's the hard thing. Like when you ask about something, is that sometimes you, people are like, yeah, I don't want to do it, right? You know how that can happen too. I'm just saying, like, you know what? I, you should, should have done it. I shouldn't even have to ask. It's sort of, like, self-evident. And at this point, it'd be nice if it happened. Plus, the other thing I'm kind of angry about, just on behalf of everybody, who gets to be the default piece? Why are you picking it that way? What categories are we in? Why are some of the pages at the top of the categories? Why are some people at the bottom of it? None of it's explained. Um, I did send to Google some very detailed questions, trying to get some answers to it, and haven't gotten them yet. But don't you worry, folks. I'll keep following up on it. My power, man. They just suck. They do. You guys <laughs> suck, Google. You really suck on that issue. Don't you want to use Reader now? Yeah, I've, you <laughs> know, I've, been, users, I've never gone over. I've always, I've always been a blog line indexer. What's that? I said I've always been a blog lines user. I've never used the Reader. Uh, it's Reader's much better than blog lines. You should shift, even though they suck. <laughs> I was going to say, it kind of runs counter to what you were just ranting about. They, 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 they suck on that one particular thing. Reader is really, really improved as a product. I think it's really nice. I recommend it to people all the time. Mm. And I would still do so regardless of how sucky I think they are in other things because I don't like to be petty and spiteful. <laughs> Google Blog Search, when they rolled out Google Blog Search, the stupid thing about Google Blog Search was it didn't actually search blogs, it searched feeds. And when you gave it a feed, it only searched the text of whatever you fed it. So if you were putting out a partial uh, feed where you were only giving like the top of your story, that's all they got. They didn't understand everything that was going on. And so now they're doing full text indexing, which is pretty cool. They've been testing it out over the past few weeks. People have been noticing it primarily because a lot of people are using Google Blog Search to do backlink searches to find out who's linking to them. And what people have been doing uh, is now since they're doing full text indexing of uh, the, the uh, pages, they're finding a lot of blog roll links. And so when somebody does a new post, then the blog roll is uh, showing a link to somebody else's site, and then somebody gets all excited, and they go, oh, whoo I'm being listed in Google Blog Search, and then they're not actually being listed. It's just they're on a post that has nothing to do with them except that they're on the blog roll. So Google says that they're working on it. They're going to try to fix it. Uh, I got, a, like I said, a big long post about this. It also talks to some degree about how the whole new Google Blog Search homepage works, where you can um, 
uh, you know, they automatically list stuff like on TechMeme where they try to categorize all the stories that are like other stories and put them up there. So I've got a little bit more details in terms of how all that works and some of the things that are going on. Do you find that they're, do you find that they're, fairly, do you oh, find they're oh, fairly attentive to, um, to when you make comments like this or when the community starts rising up and asking them to make these changes? Which changes, like the full text change? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, gosh, I asked them to do that like two years ago, and so no, they weren't. Okay, there's my answer about that. <laughs> okay, maybe that's the wrong topic. <laughs> but most people didn't really rise up about it because most people didn't realize it was going on. Um, I was pretty upset about it, though. At the time, I said that this is one example where I would be very tempted to start cloaking Google uh, and cloak out a full text feed to Google because I just thought it was ludicrous. Uh, and then, you know. That kind of got like a hail. Welcome back to the Daily Searchcast. Minor technical difficulties. From webmasterradio.fm, we've got Danny Sullivan, and this is Marshall Simmons of the New York Times. Danny, pick up where you left off. You were ranting. I'm eating now. Ah. I was hungry. Quick break. Yeah, I smelled dinner in the other room, too. Marshall, I need a Diet Coke so bad, I can't tell you. But you're doing good. Stay strong, man. Two weeks. Stay strong. I'm going into three weeks now. But don't you understand the pressure? Because that means, like, if you go in three weeks, I would have to go, like, a month without a Diet Coke. Now, is your sense of smell coming back or your taste buds regrowing? What's happening? You know what? We'll just do a side detour here. So, yeah, I've been off the Diet Coke now for, um, what was it? It's been about three weeks. Because I was feeling like I should... um, I was feeling like, well, well, like one day normally I have it in the morning, right? And I forgot to get my Coke because I was busy. I didn't go downstairs. And I thought, well, all right, it's noon. Maybe I should have a day of, you know, like a purification day. Just kind of, kind of just, you know, take a break from it. And so then it was like I got through one day. Then I got through two days. Got through three days. And it was all right. I didn't have any, like, um, I didn't have any, like, uh, some people are like, oh, did you have like a caffeine headache or anything like that? And uh, no, it was all right. It was good. Uh, a little tired in the afternoons, like around two thirty. That's when I kind of want my pick me up. But I just kind of keep going with it, and it's going good. And it wasn't a particular problem, but I just realized there were some days when I was like literally not drinking anything but diet coke, which I didn't think was too healthy. Mm. Everything in moderation. I bet. I bet your your wife and family are proud of you. Ah, uh, they are. I think so. You know. Yeah, I got a little badge. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but sure. I think the kids are sick because I keep sending them upstairs to get me. Because um, now I wasn't having anything, um, and now I um, will have like maybe a diet root beer, like one a day or something like that. Because water uh-huh. can be a little bit boring, so it's nice to have a bit different. But yeah, you're right. I did have like one dinner I was eating because I went to that uh, Search Insider Summit, and I had uh, dinner there, and I had some water and some wine, and I thought, wow, everything does kind of taste a little bit better. Well, I'll get back to the Diet Coke, but I'll probably just have like one a day or something like that now and then. Anyway, where do we leave off? We, you were ranting about Google and how they wouldn't include your... We were finishing up about blog lines and, and the Google Reader, and then you were going into something else right from there. All right, I just I have to... Um, I do have to take a short break here because Michael Gray uh, is trying to harass me on Twitter at the moment. I ignore your tweets at the moment. I ignore your digs about the real Disneyland. And right now, as doing live podcast 
be lucky. Okay? So there we are. He's trying to harass me because he likes to say that, um, um, he likes to say that uh, Disney World is the real Disneyland. Anything in Orlando? I'm sorry. You don't have my vote. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> the whole state of Florida. I mean, what? Well, do I, I don't want to come out of the state of Florida. I think it's true with that state as it turns out. Who would want to be there? Yeah. Oh, it, oh, it's hard. Oh, wait. Sorry. I just remembered. We're, we're broadcast out of Florida. Yeah. I know that. I was just saying that to get a rise out of folks. All right. I was talking about Reader. Really? That's the last thing you heard me say about Reader? And then I went click, but no, you you were, you were convincing me to come over from reader to um, oh blog my God, reader, I did like were... three stories. All right, so yeah, reader is well worth checking out. Uh, aside from reader, uh, did you not get anything? I was talking about Google blog search and the full text indexing. No, I no, we talked about that, and I yeah, I commented on that. Okay, All that, right. that so, was... I said, uh, what, so Google Webmaster Tools they have new uh, improved crawl rate control. So if you want to control exactly how fast they right. crawl you or give them a more suggested and more granular suggestion, you can do that. They also um, have rolled out a new uh, help group uh, version 2.0 where things are a lot cleaner and they're doing a lot more communication directly with people. In fact, it's interesting that people used to have to depend on just the forums, right? Uh, you had to go to Webmaster World or you'd make it out to a live conference. And now there's actually a lot of people who are getting help directly from Google within their own forums. So you know those are well worth checking out as well. Um, uh, DailySearchGap.com, find today's episode, and you can get to all the links that are out there about that. Live Search over Microsoft has added in malware warnings, so that if you're doing a search and they think that a site might have uh, malware on it, they give you a warning about that. And if you're a site owner, that uh, Google does this as well, Yahoo does this, so they're catching up a little bit there. Uh, for those who are... Um, Site owners who think that they've been uh, flagged mis uh, mistakenly, uh, they have new tools within their Webmaster Center that allows you to uh, to go through and decide if any of those, find out if any of the pages have been flagged that way and request a review, or to find out if you're linking to a malware site. These are all things that they do. Uh, meanwhile, they had a nice post out at uh, the Live Search blog where they talked about uh, what they consider to be good links, the right links, the links that uh, they, they want you to be getting to, to do well with their search engines. So you can check that out for some tips, too. Um, did we actually run a commercial when I got dropped off, or is this the time for us to take that break? Are you sure? Well, uh, hang on there for a minute. We'll... Uh, We'll we'll do a couple more things, then we'll take a little break, and we'll come into the last segment, which will be the fun segment. Takes us all Yay. out to, uh, to all the fun things. So, not that we didn't do fun things already. Uh, SEO Moz, uh, their Linkscape tool that goes out there and tries to let you analyze all the links that are across the web. They say that they have doubled the size of it, and now the new toolbar that goes with it. And oh, oh, I got all ranty. This I really, really just opened a can of uh, whoop-ass. Maybe we should take the break, and when we come back, we'll, we'll open the whoop-ass, and then we'll uh, end the day with the top search term for 2008. Uh, lots of fun things. Uh, we may even talk about Santa. Stay tuned. It's the Daily Search Cast. I'm going to get this right eventually. It's the Daily Search Cast on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned for more of the Daily Search Cast after this quick timeout. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Now, back to the Daily Searchcast, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to the Daily Searchcast. It's Marshall Simmons of the New York Times. I've got Danny Sullivan. We're into the final stretch of the marathon session. We're getting everybody caught up. Stand back, hold on. Danny, go. So, uh, 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 yeah, so I was really upset. So, again, uh, if children's ears have to be covered for a bit, because I get, well, I'll try to keep it. I was really upset. So, Google wants links, and I see my competitor doing it, so I'm going to be doing it, or that sort of thing's working, and I'm just like, you know, enough. I don't care. If you're dropping a comment that has no reason to exist other than you think you're going to get a link and that's going to help you with search engines, I don't need the excuse that, well, Google sucks, so I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway, and I don't need the excuse of what everybody else is doing it because, you know, if all your friends jump off a cliff, you jump off a cliff. I just don't want to see it happen. I just think it should come to an end. I don't even think it's the kind of thing that we really ought to be joking about anymore. I always remember this one time where Mike Grant was talking about how he had put up this tribute website to this uh, friend of his that was killed in a motorcycle accident. He'd helped his, you know, his friend's wife get this site up, and then all this comment spam was coming in, <laughs> you know. And she's like, "What is this?" And she's getting upset about it or whatever. It just sucks. It's just not yeah. the kind of thing that I think people should be promoting or doing and going off with it. I'm not saying it's going to go away. You know, I know it'll be out there, but maybe, maybe, you know, attitudes will start to change or maybe, you know, it, it's kind of like, um, I always think about that song, um, what is that song, you know, If You Have a Racist Friend, do you remember it? Who's no. Who sang it? I, I don't know that at all. Oh, it was a great song. It was, um the specials, I think. Anyways, I can't think of all the lyrics or whatever, but they were like saying, look, you know, you got a friend who's like being all racist or whatever, you might want to like make a change or talk to them or say something with it or whatever. And I'm just kind of like, you know what? If you're doing link spamming or you know somebody who's doing link spamming, I think you should be like saying to them, knock it off. That's just where I'm at these days. Mm-hmm. I don't need the excuses about why you're doing it or how you think it happens or how everybody else is doing it. I just, it's, it's just, I'm done with it. Hey, I've got, uh, shifting over from that, I've got a whole bunch of uh, happier, funner things. First okay. of all, uh, our SMX West show is coming up. The agenda is now live. Uh, Marin Software is running the Search Geek Contest, where you can go through and uh, take a uh, quiz to see. Uh, most of the questions are involving paid search, but I did contribute a few of them on the SEO side. Uh, and uh, if you answer the questions quickly or more quickly than anybody else, uh, and more accurately, you can win an all-expensive paid trip. That's hotel and airfare to SMX West. That's February 10th to the 12th uh, out in Santa Clara. So that's kind of neat. Um, the uh, Oh, oh, uh, also a little bit more, 
the agenda is up, and I am still taking speaking uh, uh, pitches through the 23rd of December. So if you want to go out there and let us know, uh, go. It's uh, you can and hit searchmarketingexpo.com, and then the contact form has a page where you can go through to to submit uh, a link if you want to get to the page where we're taking the uh, links for people who want to who want to speak. Um, I don't know what's happened with the live chat, so I'm kind of giving up on it. I'm going to lock that page there. Uh, also, we announced our uh, SMX Search Analytics Show. We're going to be running this out in Canada, March 31st to April 1st, our tentative dates. Super excited about that. I think more and more it is less about, you know, it's been this way for some time, but I think more people are really, really getting it. Less about get the traffic and more about how do you do more with the existing traffic that you have and make that kind of kind of change and convert. Right. Uh, and then let's uh, let's talk some funny stuff. Yes. So one thing, this is kind of neat. If you do a search for Google on Yahoo, they come up with a little thing at the top of the search page saying, you could go to Google or you could stay here and get straight to your answers. And if you do a search for uh, live search, they do the, the uh, let's see. Uh, oh, let's see. Uh, live search, are they doing it there? No, they're not doing that. If you do a search for live search, you should get an ad for live search from live. So they're mainly targeting people at Google. Uh, Yahoo and some of the other search engines have done this sort of thing before where they, if they spot somebody searching uh, for one of their competitors that they've kind of like suggested sticking around. But um, this was kind of cute and clever how they're doing it. Oh, it also works for live and ask.com. So if you search for live on Yahoo, they say you could go to live or you could stay here. Uh, you know Scott Adams, who does Dilbert? I do, yes. Uh, he uh, did this interesting thing where he was talking about how he was having this uh, spasmic dysphonia, uh, which is a speech defect, and he's been trying to come up with some solutions for it, uh, I think for the past year or so, and he does Google alerts to monitor new stuff that comes into it, and he found this uh, new medical publication that came out, uh, got a referral to from there and got a successful surgery to fix his defects. So he's like, I would have never found this without Google. So that's kind of neat, although we also had a Microsoft paper last month that said sometimes when people are searching for health information on the web, they can uh, misdiagnose themselves and think a problem is worse than it really is, right? You know, you, you do a search, you discover, oh, apparently I'm going to die because my finger is red because uh, that's one of the diagnostics, uh, one of the things, and you don't realize, oh, your finger's red because, you know, you cut it and you probably won't die from that. So, I don't know, kind of a balancing act, I guess. Uh, Google, which, uh, Google, they're getting bigger. And one of the signs that they're getting bigger is that they um, are no longer one of the most trusted companies list. Uh, this is the Panamon Institute. Uh, they did a survey of 6,500 U.S. users where they asked people who are um, trusted companies. And um, in 2007, Google was number 10 most trusted. Uh, American Express was number one. In the 2008 list, American Express stayed on top. eBay moved up from eight to two. IBM stayed at three. Amazon moved up to four from five. Johnson & Johnson moved up from six to five. Hewlett-Packard uh, came onto the top ten list and tied with the U.S. Postal Service. So, And then Procter & Gamble, which was nine, moved up to seven. Apple my God, really? Apple suddenly gets to be in the top ten list for most trusted? What's wrong with these people? Uh, and then Nationwide um, is ninth most trusted, uh, and they were tied last year with Procter & Gamble. Charles Schwab coming in at ten most trusted, and that's where Google was the year before. So, oh, kind of sad. 
Times They're a bigger company. People aren't going to trust them as much. Yeah. Right? That's one of the things that happens sometimes when you become a big company. Yeah, uh, I don't know yeah, if you can PR your way out of that either. What's that? I said I don't know if you can PR your way out of that either. No. In inevitable. fact, they were number 10 last year, and they moved down to um, – they, they didn't even make the top 20 list that was out there. So let's see here. Do-do-do. Do-do-do. Oh, and I think Facebook made the top 20 list for the first time. Facebook, where company earned their trust. Right, because I was talking, actually, with their chief privacy officer. I went to this Facebook party on Monday. It was pretty cool. And I bumped into him, and he was telling me how they were, like, really thrilled because they made the list for the first time. And apparently, the way the survey's done, you don't, uh, they don't tell the people, the companies. They just say, what companies would you suggest? And that's what happens with it. So, uh, anyway, uh, speaking of uh, lists, the search engines have released their most popular search terms of 2008. The Google Zeitgeist list is out there. You always have to remember these lists are filtered. So if you were looking for the most popular search terms, they would be like sex and porn and things like that. Uh, but when you filter them out <clears throat> or you decide to skew the, the results towards the things that have, like what Google does, fastest rising searches, they are a bit more interesting than the same old thing. Uh, Sarah Palin was the number one number one most rising search on Google globally, followed by uh, Beijing 2008, Facebook login, Twente, Hayes Ledger, Obama, uh, and some other names down there, Nasa, Klasa, Virkent Ven, Euro 2008, and the Jonas Brothers. Uh, are you mocking the Jonas Brothers? Because I no, I'm just them. laughing at the Jonas Brothers. I, I did download them, and then I was, I was mocked here at home, and, and I was like, but I didn't know that I shouldn't download them, so what can I do? <laughs> I think they live well with offspring on my iPod. Shut up. Uh, so, uh, uh, oh, top, Lyco said their top 10 searches overall for 2008 poker, Paris Hilton, YouTube, golf, Sarah Palin, Britney Spears. Uh, it's kind of like, it's hard. I don't get as excited about these as, as I want to. Fact is, rising search terms in the U.S., Obama, Facebook, AT&T, iPhone, top gift searches from Google, Nintendo Wii, Wii Fit, iPod Touch, Xbox 360, um, Ask.com released their top search tra- terms uh, for 2008. How do I get pregnant? How do I lose weight? How, most asked questions, how do I write a resume? How much is minimum wage? How much is my car worth? How do I change my name? What's the meaning of life? How do I register to vote? Why is the sky blue? And how do I download videos? See, I'm terrible. I'm really, I'm so dubious, Mac. I'm sorry, but I am. I'm so dubious, Mac, that when I see that the top search for is, how do I get pregnant? The first thing that pops in my mind is, hmm, is Ask running a lot of ads for these queries and decided those are the ones that they want to populate? Or uh, are they actually the queries? I know. The tinfoil is back on. That's just terrible. I'm doing a search for how do I get pregnant on Ask. And, oh, look, I got four ads up at the top. I just use it for to make sure that I, oh, I, I haven't lost track of what's going on in, in pop culture. Like, I, I had no idea what the hell was going on with this Twilight 